Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. It is once again time for Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, FM9 in the Fox, just, uh, first and only wrestling podcast. I am Sean Hood. That is Dave Taylor. Good morning, everybody. And we are here to catch you up on all things professional wrestling. But before we do, we got to get some stuff out of the way. So uh, let's get that out of the way first. The easiest way to find the show is always going to be FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. Right under the media tab, ESPR, nice and simple. So go ahead and take care of that. Good morning, Philip. See you over there. Uh, In addition to that, you can find us in all your major podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling and then... That's about it. <laughs> you come right up. Give us a five-star rating and review when you subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. And in addition to that, you can also uh, follow us on Facebook.com slash ESPR99, on Twitter at ESPR99, and email us ESPR at FM99.com. That's the business. That's the business. <laughs> Without further business. ado, giving them the business. That's Probably not a good thing. Uh, without further ado, we'll get into the latest wrestling news, which actually this first bit I want to mention just quickly because it's not really wrestling related, but it's somebody that we kind of all have followed. The Gypsy King, Tyson Fury, retains his WBC World Heavyweight Championship against Deontay Wilder in an 11th round knockout in what a lot of people are calling a classic fight. Um, I didn't get to see the whole thing. Saw clips of it. Hey, Mom. Hey, uh, Michael. We uh, It was... It was a good fight from what I saw. I wish I had seen the whole thing live. Um, but the knockout shot, right hook from, uh, you get a vicious uppercut and then a right hook from Tyson that sends Deontay down for good in the 11th. The Gypsy King retains. Um, I mean, really, he's, he's 2-0 against Wilder now because the first one was a draw. So. Yeah, I was going to say, this was the third fight, wasn't it? This should mm-hmm. be the final fight between the two. Really, I mean, how, how do you resell this? Yeah. Deontay... They tied the first one. He lost the second one, and now he's lost the third one. There's no like, there's no real marketing to get back into that. And I've no. been saying this whole time that De- Deontay Wilder, uh, he he has knockout power and he's a good boxer. But the difference is that Tyson Fury is an exceptional boxer, um, yeah. and he doesn't get knocked out easy. So he he's just able to outbox people. Which at a, a guy his size that can really box and move, that's scary. Um, but yeah, so congratulations to Tyson Fury, the Gypsy King. Yeah, I like and, the hype video for this match, by the way. I don't know if you saw it, Sean. That featured I did a not big, see it. A big E. Big E? Yeah, big E. Doing wow, some hype no, video for I didn't that. see that. That's incredible, actually. Yeah. But not terribly surprising, considering that Tyson Fury has done business with them in the past. So, not entirely shocking. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I, bet you, a- I bet you we see him back in WWE soon. Probably. Even if just for an appearance, you know? Uh, well, you could fight Omos at the next Saudi Arabia. Oh, my gosh. Tonight, you could so. fight Omos. You're right. Yeah, I don't so want I, to. I, I just dropped the link there that when you're done watching us, you can go click on the link. Yeah, not now. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, come on. Well, because you fought, was it the Braun Strowman match, right? Which yeah. was um, not that good. And then, because uh, <laughs> <it's, it's, clears throat> I'm inspired. That was one of the Saudi Arabia matches. That's what I'm saying. Well, have him fight. Omos, because there's no oh Saudi Arabia. <clears throat> we'll get to that later. Mm, it's coming up again. Yeah. Anyways, yes. Yeah, so moving right along. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's do impact news because we never do impact news in the show. Right. Right. But Agreed. The Agreed. Iconics are now the inspiration. Yes, with two eyes. It's not are now the eye inspiration. <laughs> so so good for them. 
Um, you know, a lot of people thought they're going to be AEW bound, and um, they're. I didn't up. really think they'd end up there because it just didn't make sense to me. They don't really fit what AEW is trying to do. Like, yeah. I'm not saying those ladies can't wrestle, but they're not. They're not known for being workhorses, you know, and that's no. kind of what a lot of the AEW roster is, with, the, with very few exceptions. I, I kind of felt when they were given time that, like, they can go, like Peyton Royce. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had a couple of matches this year. It's like, oh, wow. You know, yeah. I'm not, saying, go, I'm not saying they're bad. I just, they don't really fit what, what AEW is trying to yeah. do. And I don't think that they would have made a big um, impact. Yeah. <laughs> um, for AEW, that wouldn't have been one of those signings. that. So then it really would have just been signing a WWE cast off just because. Yeah. yeah. You know? And, and so, they, it seems like they, they got a few of those lately. So. Yeah, I think they could take a break for a while. And I still think they have one or two more that are going to debut at some point. Well, where, so. does, uh, where does Bray show up? Is he impact bound? Is he is he AEW bound? You know, uh, is he supposedly AEW wants him, but um, we'll see if it happens. Uh, but I mean, Back he's not he's thing. not clear to... He's not clear to compete, I don't think, until like the end of October. From his ninety day no compete. Okay. Yeah. No. Um well, we, we did get Bobby uh, sometime in October, I think. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah we Bobby, Bobby Fish was there, but he wrestled a one off, so that was one thing. You know what I mean? What's funny is I think Bobby Fish was a part of that same time frame of releases. So uh you know it's yeah. funny, everybody and their grandmother thought that Bray was gonna show up at the September 29th show. And I was like, How? That doesn't we no, it doesn't work out time wise with his uh, his ninety day no compete. I don't think, but everybody on the grandma thought he was going to show up because it was the show dedicated to John Huber Tuber. Oh to, yeah, uh, yeah, I, that's what I yeah. So he was released on um, July thirty first, and we got all of August, all of September. So literally Halloween. So yeah, Halloween. So, so. if they do any kind of special Halloween show, <laughs> be prepared. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know where the next uh, pay per view is, but uh, I don't think it's on Halloween because it is last month. Uh, yeah, full they only do four years, so full gear will be November thirteenth. So, so that that's a good we, we, could very, we could very likely do that. Yeah, so there's a very good chance he's going to show up there. Uh, but yeah, Bobby Fish showing up uh, this week, and then um, I, I can't I can't imagine just being a one off. I mean, the guy's got talent. He's just you know he's number four when it came to. Well, the guy's the got talent, but I mean, it depends on if they have a place for him and feel like yeah. they need him. I mean, they've got a bloated roster right now to begin with. Unless unless you <laughs> they do unless you're signing somebody yeah. to make a splash, there's really no reason to sign a lot of people because they've got a lot of young up and comers that they can build up regardless in the mid card. Um, I mean, hell, that Dante Martin kid is amazing. Um, you know, I love the idea, by the way, random tangent, that he's going to be facing Malachi Black. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> what did, do you think – somebody pointed out the other day, because um, you mentioned, like, you know, I won't worry about guys getting lost in the shuffle, but the, the former Adrade, who's mm-hmm. been there for a couple months, has, like, two matches on television, maybe three, and then, um, you, you know, the guy Adam Cole has already, like, wrestled like, you know, the same number of matches in, like, three weeks. Yeah. Um, well, in the beginning, they were telling this story with uh, Pac and the Lucha Brothers and Andrade. It was supposed to be this long thing. And I think their plans have gotten derailed a couple of times for him because originally they had Vicky with him. And yep. then they were like, oh, wait, no, not Vicky. 
Uh, so they put Chavo with him, but that was supposed to be a temporary fill until they could get Ric Flair. Then that dark side of the ring thing came out about the flight from hell, and all of a sudden people were like, no, wait, not Ric Flair. Yeah, not right now. <laughs> hey, Ken. Um, so uh, I think their plans for him have kind of gotten derailed a couple of times now. But I think the problem is there you keep basing the plans off of somebody else you're going to bring in. Just make the plans for him. Yeah. And if somebody else gets to be a part of it, great. But if not, just make the plan for him. I mean, he's got a manager he can work with. Yeah. And it didn't help that uh, Pac got hurt, too. Uh, yeah. Mark Henry slowed down the process that. because yeah. they wanted to do the match with them. Um, and you know they're trying to get back to another match between them because they have that whole storyline with um, uh, Chavo getting involved and Andrade getting angry about it. Yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to see. Yeah, and speaking of concussions and stuff, uh, we just learned uh, why Brian Danielson said he had to retire from WWE it's because mm-hmm. he, he lied about his health. Now he didn't, you know, and that was part of the problem. And I'm going to read from the uh, the article here where he says that. Um, you know, basically, he started. You know, he said he felt fine, and everything else, but he thought he was healthy. But right. he said, from WWE's point of view, he says I've been wrestling for them for six years, but then all of a sudden they opened this Pandora box about lying about you know medical history. Now we can't trust him, and you know, I had to tr- build that trust back, right? Because they were legitimate concern about his health, which, like I, I you know, is smart on WWE's part because you know, you know, if the guy well, given the well, career. Given the career that Brian's had on the independents in Japan and everywhere, dude, uh, I mean, I'm not shocked he was dealing with a ton of injuries and problems. Um, but he probably felt he thought he was okay. Hey, if you don't go to the doctor, you're fine, right? Exactly. You know, I mean, yeah. That's what that's a lot of people's <laughs> mentalities. If I don't feel like I have to go to the doctor, then I'm probably okay, and that's not always the truth. Um, you know, uh, so it's we- it's a weird story to, to explain that. What four years while he was out? Is that what I, it, it seemed like that. Uh, yeah. He came by thirty. He was came thirty one. He retired after WrestleMania thirty one, and then mm-hmm. was thirty five. The match with Shane McMahon and Owens and Sami Zayn. Is that who it was? Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. Um, but you know, he hey, look, he he managed to come back good for him. He did what he had to do to get back. He did more work for WWE. I mean, realistically, we know during that time frame, he was talking about leaving WWE and going other places in wrestling. But maybe now knowing this, maybe he felt a little bit of obligation to WWE to prove to them that he could be trusted and still be valuable to them and this, that, and the other thing until, you know, his new contract ran out and they decided to go to AEW. Do you, do you think a part of it is like Vince saying, well, go, you know, sow your oats, if you will, in AEW, fight all the guys you wanted to fight and then come back when you're, when you're ready. No, to cause back? he's 40 years old. No, if he was in his thirties, maybe his mid thirties, early thirties, maybe. Um, but no, no, I think there's a better chance of that with Adam Cole, who's I think in his early thirties. Um, than there is with Daniel Bryan. Now, does that mean Daniel Bryan can't come back? No, but I don't think Vince is planning on him coming back to wrestle at this point. Well, and maybe if he did, I mean, he would be more of like, kind of like when the Dudleys came back and the Dudleys were there to help people get over. You know, yeah, help, they, it didn't help really the New accomplish Day anything for anybody. That was not good. I, I thought it worked for the New Day. You know, when the New Days were still, he, the New Day was still heels. Okay. 
<laughs> I thought the Dudley's return did nothing for anybody, but okay. Uh, I, I, I thought it worked there. initial return was cool, but the sheer fact that they just kept losing and losing and losing and losing didn't help anybody. Yeah, that's kind of well because the, because it'd be on the other side going, why are they not putting people over, Sean? Why are they winning? Well, no, you're allowed to win matches. You just need <laughs> to put people over in the right moments. I mean, come on, it's 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 pretty basic, and they 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 just weren't winning at all, which yeah. is a bummer. Yeah. So. It's kind of like every time like Rob Van Dam came back, it's oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be a push, and then he just like lost every match. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Hey, Sean, I know what you're doing on Friday, but uh, I don't know if you go like from SmackDown to Rampage, but what are we going to do? What are we going to do at 10 o'clock? Because we, we now have a supersized SmackDown. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Two and a half that'll hours in those last 30 minutes is commercial free, which I believe the main event is Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks in the non title match. Yeah. Um, D move by the WWE and uh, do not for a second try to tell me you don't view them as competition when you keep doing these things to purposefully try and screw over their show. Um, because for the time slot Rampage is in, you know, 10 p.m. on a Friday night, they're doing very well. Uh, so this is clearly trying to cut into both of them to, to, to that growth. Um, I, I mean, I'll do what I always do. I, I start late on SmackDown so I can catch up by the end. Um, and then the benefit here is I know I'll be 30 minutes into Rampage so I can catch <laughs> up through that if there's any commercials. What I would do, what it's funny is, uh, I would talk to TNT if I was them and I would say, uh, I'd say, hey, can we start a 1030 <laughs> <laughs> just just so they uh wasted that extra time but I, I, mean, I, get, I get them not wanting to move their time slot well and part of it is too is that um wwe is gonna be an fs1 on friday which keep in mind by the way if you don't have cable you're not going to be able to watch it on fox because uh baseball playoffs and stuff going on um and the other thing is i mean rampage has i mean it's an okay i mean it, for friday night you know, at 10 o'clock, it's hard to grab numbers anyway in any type of show and stuff. And that kind of audience is, you know, probably out on the Friday night or whatever. Um, right. But I'm, I'm curious because SmackDown, of all the shows, is doing really well. But I guess, I don't know if this is, you know, do you see it as a, uh, you know, like you said, WWE just screwing up. It's like, well, we're going to be moved over anyways. And we can do what we want on FS1 because, you know, you got all this time to fill. Well, I mean, you don't necessarily get to do whatever you want, but uh, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're doing – it's probably twofold in the sense that this gives them the chance to do that, and they also get to try and screw crew rampage a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, did get an email. Um, we did get an email about that, too, from Scott and Raleigh. Does Tony Khan really think going ahead that uh, SmackDown Friday that Rampage could beat SmackDown? Do you see Rampage uh, doing good numbers, or is Rampage going to be in the you know five hundred thousand range? And oh, I know. think they're already in the five hundred thousand range. Um, yeah. Which again, you're talking ten p.m. on a Friday night. Nobody's expecting big numbers. No. Um, 
I don't no, I can he doesn't think for a second they're gonna go head to head with SmackDown on Rampage and, and really deliver. That's not uh, well, he can't but be he, that he's, but he's been hyping it up, but I don't know if it's just more of hype for you know for, for Rampage. I think, just to get to see, I think it's just to get you to tune in, is all <laughs> it is. Um because there's no chance he realistically sees Rampage as danger for SmackDown because it's not. It's not. It's very clearly AEW's B show because they have a rotating cast of um commentary uh some so they have kind of a formulaic thing with the matches and you still get some good action yeah and it's taped too it's taped i mean they 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 know very clearly it is not going to compete with wwe's really let's be honest a show if if you if you're tony do you stock up rampage you know because you because you got now you got time it's like okay well we know the main event's going to be on smackdown uh you know how do we counter that you know do we have something happen at dynamite say you know what? I challenge you to a match Friday, and uh, you know we'll kick off the show with with this like bad. I mean, because like Wednesday's Dynamite was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, with you know probably one of the best shows they've had uh, in that two years of that show. Um, but you know, do you load up Rampage just to counter program, or do you just say, well, just do our usual and you know throw throw it you know to the wall with sticks and go with that? Um. I don't know. I mean, you could try and throw like this. Like, what's funny is what they did this week. I would have done next week. They had CM Punk in the opening match this this past Friday. I would have maybe done that this coming week instead. But they'd already filmed on Wednesday, and it is yeah, Friday. yeah. They probably um, realized like, oh, this is happening. And I mean, technically, maybe Punk could wrestle again, but I don't know if that's going to matter. It's just, I don't know. Whatever your plan is, I just stick to it because you're not going to pull a bunch of viewers from SmackDown. It's just not going to happen. No, the overall no. WWE fan is not familiar with AEW yet. They're even less familiar with some of the people who wrestle on Rampage, you know, from time to time. Uh, they're not going to tune over to, to to that from SmackDown, especially not the 30 minute, the last 30 minutes of SmackDown. Um, because let's be honest, if there's one thing most of us are going to watch on SmackDown, it's the opening and then probably the main event. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's that's it, how it works out most of the time. So if I'm them, if I'm them, I don't bother trying to counter program it because you're not going to pull people anyway. What I would do is by advertising time during that 30 minutes that they're overlapping with us. <laughs> if 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 they can, uh, you know, or do it with a cable provider because I know you know FS1, you know WWE probably has a deal where they're not going right. to run it. But it, but if you can, you know, I'm a local provider in some of the big markets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I try to do. You know that you could do that. Throw that, and what I'd do is I ad, I'd advertise our main event for Rampage. Yeah. <laughs> hey fans, come see Brian Danielson yeah. or whoever wrestle. Hey, let me let me ask you this. Uh, talking about punk wrestling and stuff, are you surprised he's wrestling on you know free TV uh, as much? Because I kind of thought maybe they would save him for the pay per views. Because well, yeah, we really. Yes and no. He uh, he said he wanted to wrestle. You know, he's been out of it for seven years and he wants to wrestle. Um, so, no, I, and, and I mean, even with Daniel Bryan, he's had, a, he's, had a, he's had matches on free TV. And it's I think these guys just want to. I think that's the thing. They don't want to be seen as these, quote, unquote, part-timers who only show up and wrestle in world title matches and that's it. Um, they want to be seen as guys who are going to be there to work. Uh, I mean, hell, look at Christian. That dude's been wrestling pretty consistently and on two different shows, three different shows between Rampage, Dynamite, and Impact, you know? Um, 
they, I think these guys don't want to be seen like that. They want to be seen as, as being willing to be there to work. And I think to a degree it benefits them. But I think you also, and bear with me, I think this is where the, 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 the difference in opinion rears its head. Because very quickly, CM Punk and Daniel Bryanson, Daniel Bryanson, Brian Danielson and um, Christian have become very much just a part of the roster. Like CM Punk and, and, and Daniel Bryan, or Brian, I keep doing it, Brian Danielson <laughs> have a little bit of that, that magic left still because you know just for their own particular reasons but that will fade the more we see them and they'll just be a part of the roster um brock lesnar shows up once every so often and the crowds lose their minds and and you know he's seen he appears special because he's there um you know it is what it is we'll see how it goes yeah Phil uh, agrees with you by the way he says punk wrestling on free TV as well as pay per view is the best idea for both him and AEW. To get Short term, I agree. Short term, I agree. Long term, I don't know that he's going to do that. Uh, well, that's and maybe that's one thing. You know, he does it for a while because it's always that rule of like, and I don't know if it was like Mick Foley's line about uh, you know the the law of like diminishing returns, where it's like, well, well it's yeah, that's special. Thing, yeah, and and the Brock thing has worked out so well because, which is weird because I didn't like even like promoted him. He's going to be on the show last week, or the fact that you right. know even when like Goldberg shows up on Raw. It's like, okay, I get the surprise thing, but you're going to tell me Brock's going to show up? Because that does seem to get some, uh, you know, some viewers on the show. So I'm It's always, funny, uh, too, because as much as people hate, like, ah, oh, the part-timer, derba, 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 derba. <laughs> yeah, but now everybody's cheering for him. Like, uh, something works here. You know, also, I love babyface Viking Brock. That makes me happy. That the hair. Happy. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Don't ever change it. Don't ever change it. When he comes back with his normal hair and no beard, we'll know he's a bad guy again. Uh, you know, it, Hi, it's, it, it, it's interesting, hey, Alyssa, um, that, I mean, his comeback, you know, is what it is. But, like, he's a guy that, you know, he doesn't wrestle on free TV. I mean, he had the one match against Kofi, which lasted five seconds. Yeah, uh, five whole seconds. But, but he's a guy, you know, you don't see Roman every week wrestling. You know, Becky, since she's been back, hasn't wrestled on TV. She's, you see her every week, but, I mean, she's going to wrestle next week. But. It's interesting how they have changed up the, um, you know, how they do it with the bigger names, you know, and, and it's like oh, they, they're still cutting promos. Upon a time, once upon a time, you had John Cena and Edge and all these guys wrestling all the time. It was nonstop. Um, no, I'm not saying that didn't work for what they were trying to do there, but it's just it's a very different booking strategy from this. You know? Yeah, well, I think that you had the burn factor because everything became predictable with the moves. Yeah. Uh, you know, the whole five moves to do. And speaking of Edge, you know, he, he you know he's been showing up every other week or so, which is great. He's not wrestling a lot, which mm -hmm. you know, it, it, to me, it keeps it fresh. Right. You know, because that was the one thing we always complained about was that you see these guys all the time, and you know, you you, you can predict the match uh, and everything. You know, the, the moves of Doom or you know the Superman punches or whatever else. And now it's, I think I think it's been for the better. And you know, and they still got guys on the roster that some of them they use better than others. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think I think there's pluses and minuses minuses to all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Hey, good. we got a few emails here, Sean. I want to uh, run through. Um, Justin in Suffolk uh, asks, uh, "Which WWE superstar could benefit most from the draft 
and who will get lost in the shuffle? Hmm. Let me see real quick. I need to pull up the draft results so I can look at them. You know. All right. Well, I, I get a few all, here. All I, got, I, got, I got some raw. Uh, well, picks yeah, for yeah. Them. But I want to make sure I have them all in front of me so I can see every gotcha. name. Um, because otherwise, I'll 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 look right past somebody. I know I will. Um, let's see the ones that stand the most to benefit. Uh, uh, I'm just going to say this cause I'm breezing by the name now. God, I hate happy Corbin and madcap Ross. <laughs> so, so much. I think a couple of people who are going to benefit the most, I think Austin theory will benefit greatly. They, they already started that in raw. I think, think Jeff Hardy will because if they keep doing what they've been doing with the 24-7 title he'll be nowhere near it um I think Shayna Baszler will probably benefit and I do and I think Hit Row will probably benefit as well um, is, uh, one of the guys is uh was he the North American title holder is yeah that? he's he's probably gonna drop that yeah uh, this week or something um, as far as people who will not benefit, um, Karrion Cross because he's still on Raw. Uh, Ridge Holland, I see him as a guy getting lost in the shuffle real fast. They, they, they uh, better figure out some hype videos for that guy. Good for him to to get the whole draft, uh, or you know, from NXT. But like, they, I, don't, they better... I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I... I don't know if that's a good thing, but I, I think he will get lost in the shuffle. I think, unfortunately, ZLE will get lost in the shuffle on the main roster. Even at SmackDown? Maybe, yeah. I just don't see her. I don't see them using her correctly. Hell, I'll be honest with you. NXT never even really nailed it down. No. They finally had something. Um, they finally had something going with her where she was just almost like Terminator-like character. Uh, in NXT when she was with uh, Bo and and that whole mystical thing they were doing. But I didn't like the whole mystical thing. It was so stupid. So uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't... If she shows up and she's just got her fans again and she's just going to be the Chinese warrior and like what, what they were doing. But what's funny is NXT, all these superstars from, from Japan and all that show up. And at first they're very boring. They're very one note, white meat baby face. This is what we are, and and cheer for us, right? And that n almost never works. They almost always end up having to repackage them into something else. I point to, um, oh lord, what's her name? Dave, help me. I forgot it. The, was it the former woman's champion? Yes, Yo uh, Shirai. Shirai, yeah. Yo Shirai. Uh, as an example of that, when she was the uh, when she was the 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 something of genius of the sky. And she was just a plucky baby face. Really, nobody got behind her. Then she found that edge and uh, had the crazy entrance. And, and all of a sudden, people loved her. And they started appreciating what she could do in the ring. Um, so I don't know that that the main roster is going to find that for Zia Lee. So. Who is um, Asuka's partner, the, the Pirate Princess? Um, oh, how are you saying? Yeah, because she was one that was like, and then like you know when they was a heel, like they were they were fantastic. I mean, oh, I, I know, loved them when they became heels. Uh, yeah. you, you know, it, it was a shame that you know that was during the the start of the pandemic because I I felt there was something there. Of course, she and then we lost her because she went back to Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Real bummer. Yeah, I I see by the way benefiting, and I'm only hoping because he is going the SmackDown is Ricochet. 
because because this is this is like I would say the last chance. Um, I but, do kind of feel that way, yes. But you know, it's, it's got to work here, or you know, you got to let him go. Also, two guys, um, which is really weird to see him teaming up, but uh, and they had a stupid match on Raw Mondays. Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo. We were big Angel Garza fans on the show. Mm. But he's kind of been lost in the shuffle. So I think a new show kind of reintroduces his gimmick and everything else. And then yeah, Humberto maybe Carrillo. for sure. Uh, and I think that being on SmackDown, but the problem is you've got. As long as the Usos are the champions, they're not going to get a shot. If they no. do, it'll be it'll be some fatal four way, you know. Blah, blah. It won't really mean much. Yeah. Um. I would really like to see at some point the Usos drop the titles to somebody like uh, I don't know the New Day, or even though the New Day don't need the titles again. Just <laughs> if hey, if they could heat up the Viking Raiders now that they're on SmackDown. Yeah, um, and actually make them mean something and take the titles off the Usos. That'd be great. Uh, and then they could have a feud with Humberto Carrillo and Angel Garza, something along those lines. Um, but you've really got to put in the work. I really, I really think what's going to end up happening is it might be the New Day who takes the titles off of them. I think it also might end up being Hit Row. We'll see. I, I could see Hit Row. I mean, because you know they moved uh, the Street Profits over to Raw, uh, you know, to, to Raw. You know, so they don't have that comp like because man, they had some good matches, but they don't have that like comp. You know, Usos need some good competition. You know, because I'm trying to think they lost that, and they never were going to put um, uh, Otis and uh, you know What's Ch- funny. Chad Gable over. You knew Bianca. You knew once Bianca moved to Raw that the Street Profits were moving to Raw. I mean, yeah, and vice versa. Like once Becky Lynch moved to Raw, it's like, well, guess where Seth Rollins is going? <laughs> yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah, <laughs> how that works. So uh, also, uh, I think getting lost in the shuffle is. Uh, I really hate to say, but um, is Cesaro? Um, yeah, on SmackDown, and you know, I mean, he had the you know the King of the Ring tournament, and it's like, well, you know, Finn Balor kind of needs something. Because um, yeah. you, you got him back, and you know, but by the way, they really explained that whole broken rope thing, Sean. Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, and also, Tony Storm. I don't know where she's at right now, but um, I think um, she's staying on SmackDown. I think. Yeah. Well, um, they they got to fix something. Which you kind of have an email. Wow, about her. Uh, man. Yeah, yeah. So from Nicole Virginia Beach, why are the Queen of the Rematches so short, and why is Tony Storm already out? <laughs> um, they're so short because WWE is well, and this happens with sometimes with tournament matches to begin with, just in general. But yeah, especially when we're talking about women's tournament matches, uh, WWE is getting back to the trend of if you are not in the world title program, the women's world championship, uh, that you don't really get much time, you're gonna get two, three minutes tops, and that's it. And we are slowly sliding back to that, and people are being suspiciously silent about it. Yeah, it, it's just because you had, uh, I mean, Carmella versus um, Liv Morgan. Liv, Liv Morgan. For the 90th time. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was almost the same match with the mask. Like, I get you're trying to get the mask thing over. Uh, but, you know, I thought Liv Morgan was going to get this push. Everything else she's been I thought so, great. too. And, and then you know, not, no offense to Carmella, not like she needs it. You know, she's done a lot well, of. She's stuff. a two-time SmackDown Women's yeah. Champion. She won the Money in the Bank. She doesn't need to win this. Liv Morgan needs something. She yeah. was a part of the Riot Squad, which did nothing for years. 
Uh, and then she had her solo thing where she was a lesbian with Lana, and that for went nowhere one yeah, weeks, for like yeah. one or two weeks. <laughs> and then now she's had her thing. She had a short reunion with Ruby Riot before Riot was released. And now you've got her who's doing nothing. Yeah, she's back on her own doing nothing. And they're like, come on, man. Like, she's talented. People like her. Why is she not getting a better push? Yeah, you know? I know. <laughs> and especially because SmackDown right now, I feel, is it has strong female heels. Yeah. We don't need Carmella progressing as well. She's on Raw now, isn't she? I don't know. Uh, she, she's going to Raw, still, yeah. Yeah, she's on Raw. Yeah, because yeah, that's um, where uh, Cody, uh, like, uh, where, where, where's your boyfriend at? Corey. 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 Yeah, he's on Raw with Michael. Yeah, yeah, because I was surprised. I was like, with uh, the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Big Joseph and uh, I, I don't remember with uh, Byron Saxton and uh, I can't remember the new guys. Jimmy. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, I can't remember his last uh, name. He's good I though. I've got, I like him. I like. He's him. got. Yeah, he's got. It's weird because the first is still, you know, like, but nobody picked on him like they did the other guy that was there for like a month before that, you know, because. Right. He just wasn't liked. So let's nitpick everything he did and just get him out. Yeah. I, but a t- Tony Storm um, match against uh, Selena Vega was like, it could have been more like two minutes. I mean, the Camarilla thing was like three. It's yes. just, it's like, it's like how, and how are you going to, like, and I get it because, I mean, Selena's a little bit more established in Camarilla, but like Tony Storm, we saw her debut, didn't yep. see her for two months. She does yep. a tag match and now she does this. Yep. That's oh, sure how way. you start somebody off on fire, isn't it? Yeah. Also, to me, getting lost in the shuffle, and I'm very frustrated that they broke up uh, Knox and uh, Blackheart. Shotzi. Uh, and, and yeah, TK. what was the... Dude, this just reeks of uh, of of their how they treat tag teams, which is that we just generally don't care. They had no idea for the two of them, so they put them together. And then they had no idea for them together, so they pulled them apart again. And I'm like, yeah, I don't see... I, I feel the most bad for Tegan Knox because I really don't see her progressing or not yeah. progressing. I don't see her getting past a certain level. Uh, I see her as being fodder for what they consider their more established women um, because she just doesn't have much that stands out about her other than what she can do in the ring. And we all know nobody cares about that on the main roster. Um, Shotzi stands a better chance just because of her character. Yeah, well, she's got the tank. You know, it, it's a yeah. gimmick, but well, the uh, hair, you know. the style, the—I mean, her whole yeah. thing is very marketable. So she has much more of a chance. Yeah, because I, I thought they were supposed to get a tag match at some time because they kept beating uh, Natalia and nobody's meaner than they Tamina. were. They were so. supposed to get a tag title match and they never got it. <laughs> yeah, because I guess, but to see them, you know, fight Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash, I, I, that'd be a great match. I'd be down for that. You know, mm. as long as it wasn't too gimmicky. Yeah, well. Hey, Mickey, uh, on the main roster? No. <laughs> hey, did you like uh, Adam Page's return on um, on uh, Wednesday? Coming um, out that main event, you know, in the uh, casino ladder match or whatever they're calling it. Say that, say that one more time. I couldn't. I Adam was, Page. Right. Adam Page coming back. Um, yes. Uh, crowd loved it. Crowd yeah. went eight best yeah. for him. Um, I, I, You know what's funny is I should have picked him, and I genuinely forgot. And then he came out, and I was like, "Oh hell, Adam Page!" Yeah. And the crowd, he wins, and the crowd, you know, I, I was like, "Good for him," because he he, we were worried he was getting sidetracked and he wasn't going to get that main event run. Yeah, uh, but I think I think he's finally back for that. So right. good for well, him. I, I, well, I had a question ready to that, so that's why I kind of brought that up here. My transition. Okay. This is from Henry and Dover. 
do you think the specialty matches in AEW allowing wrestlers to skip the natural progression of a title run? Is that lazy booking where it's like, we're going to put you in this match, kind of like when uh, Ruby Soho came in, you know? And, and No, they've established these things as fairly regular. So I'm not, it's not like they just randomly decided they're doing things like this. They've done these before. Um, and realistically, we know that he's going to be the guy to beat Kenny Omega. Uh, and they told the story with him being being beaten last time and everything and kind of everybody was downtrodden now this is he's already in that level of the title shot area this is just how we get him back into it right now rather than there's no reason to watch him build back up for like a third time to get a shot at kenny omega this is this this jumps him right back in and i mean last time he took time off because his wife had a baby so, I mean, he, yeah, and he was kind of gone for a few weeks here because he didn't see him for a, a little bit. And it's like, oh, yeah. crap. Yeah. Cause yeah, so he's one of those guys, uh, you know, I, I kind of forget because you don't see him. I don't know why, but for me, it's like, and then when he came back, it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which, so. by the way, Orange Cassidy doing the head scissors with hands in his pocket. Um, <laughs> they're in the match. I don't know if you saw that on Wednesday, but, uh, what, doing, what was he doing? Well, he did a head scissors, but his hands were in those pockets the whole time. Yeah. He's so mad. <laughs> it's, it's a blast. I love when he does stuff like that. I think he, I love when he does, does stuff like that. Well, it's I mean, so but you, you think of because like of doing that move, and obviously the guy taking the move is a big part of that, but to be able to coordinate that <laughs> and yourself to deliver kind of, I'm impressed by that. There's something I like about him, some things. I'm not crazy about, but that I was like, well, that was that was pretty impressive. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he he's capable of some really impressive stuff. He just, you know, we don't don't always get to see it. Sometimes beyond him being goofy. Yeah, but, most of matches. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, is that are we? Is that everything? Are we? That, that, that's the emails, the good ones. Uh, but some okay. we kind of answered because somebody asked, you know, when. Uh, Charlotte was going to be was drafted to uh, SmackDown. Was Becky going to go to Raw? And the answer is yes, because that yes. Happened, so. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Patrine, for that one. We didn't see this morning, but uh, <laughs> she's going to be mad at us for doing it when she couldn't watch. Probably she does comment though afterwards. Which, by the way, Patrine, we appreciate that. If you're still sticking with absolutely. us, as part of the video, absolutely, absolutely, thank you, absolutely, so much. All so right, what, do we, well, what do we got next week? We got uh, what a crown. Are we going to preview Crown Jewel, Sean? I. Uh, they loaded up the card. We can't ignore it. When is Crown Jewel again? It is uh, not this coming Thursday, but the following Thursday. It is Thursday, October 21st. Okay. Probably like a noon start, which means you can watch it. I'll be at work. Yes. <laughs> well, no, I'll be on the air. I'm filling in for Shelly. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, well, You've right. never brought a well, phone I, to the studio no, before I've to never, watch a show. I've never done that. No. <laughs> not on air. I generally don't do that on air. No, um, no. I, now, you, you know, before or after, sure. But it's, it's, uh, but yeah, in any event, we'll get to why that's for sure. Um, in any event, so we, uh, yeah, I guess next week will be the preview of Crown Jewel. We got to talk about it. There's going to be a lot happening. It's going to be a big show. Usually we don't do much about the Crown Jewel shows, but we're going to have to this time. There's too much going yeah. on. I mean, on you it. got Reigns versus Brock. You got Becky, Bianca, Sasha, RK Bro, AJ Styles, and Omas. Big E versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, Goldberg versus Lashley. And a no holds barred match. Um, mm -hmm. you're, oh, they updated the King of the Ring page, by the way, because initially they had. Uh, 
Um, it's funny because when I went there this morning, I had like uh, Finn Balor fighting. I, for, I forget the name. And then, and then they already had the women's thing. It was like Shayna Baszler versus Carmella, which obviously should not be your final. But um, so they got TBD versus TBD. And then Edge and uh, Seth in the uh, Hell in a Cell match. Mm. So All right. The card. Well, it is quite the card. And if you want to hear our thoughts on any of that, make sure you're here next week. Breed Sleep Podcast or Meet. Remember to uh, follow us on social media, facebook.com slash ESPR99, on the Twitter at ESPR99, or you can, we can always go live like this and you'll know when to tell, jump in if you have notifications on. If you don't do that, make sure you're following us on your favorite podcast app. Just search for ESPR Wrestling. Subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and a review. We greatly appreciate it when you do. And then, in addition to that, the easiest way to find us all the time, FM99.com and 1069thefox.com, right under the media tab. Thank you so much. And until next week, remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Hey, we didn't point out we're wearing matching shirts. Are you wearing well, gray? Yeah, I'm wearing gray. Oh, it looks blue to me on my screen. Wow, that's really weird. Yeah, yeah. it's a lighting thing, you know? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's the lights, yeah. And this shows you how important lighting is for video and <laughs> photography, children. There you go. Okay, till next week. This has been Eat, Sleep, Photograph, Repeat. <laughs> Have a great day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>